0: Welcome back to Nightly Encounters. This is Dakota Wartman and Isaac. Isaac, introduce yourself.
1: Hello, guys. Uh, from the first episode, if you remember, Dakota was talking about me. I couldn't make it for that one, but I am now here. Um, yeah, my name is Isaac, and everything Dakota said it. We all, we both go into the same school, and everything. We're both filmmakers. Well, he's more of a filmmaker, than me, I'm more of a filmmaker in training. <laughs> but we both attend the same same institute and we both discovered that you know we like all the creepy paranormal cryptid kind of stuff and thought hey let's make a podcast let's talk about it and everything and he he talked about some of his like favorites and like his favorite was uh Art Bell from Coast to Coast AM yeah. everything you know some of my favorites was um Astonishing Legends you can find them on Spotify and one of my friends got me into one called the Whatcast. They're pretty cool, and um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much, no, nah, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, <laughs> there's really mean,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. That's this is cool. This is uh, our first time actually getting together and creating. I mean, because the second episode was just me interviewing uh, Amanda Smith, which she had an amazing story. If you haven't checked it out, episode two. Yeah, um, that was a good one. Yeah, it's it's it's. Pretty crazy, actually, Um, but yeah. So, welcome. This is Nightly Encounters, and this is episode three, and we're going to talk about Bigfoot. Bigfoot, man, as we know it here
1: in the United States, he is Bigfoot and everything. Apparently, in Canada, he's Sasquatch, and in the Himalayas, he's the Yeti. Yeah, different versions of it, but we all know him. We all love him.
0: That's Bigfoot that we're talking about today. Exactly. And uh, we actually have a few stories that came in to us that were submitted. A uh, couple from uh, the Pacific Northwest, and then we have another one that's actually from uh, an Arizona experience uh, called the Magolan Monster. Ooh. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Magolan Monster. It's pretty much the Arizona Rim, uh, where it's mostly spotted at, and uh, people get to... Or it's like a Bigfoot, pretty much. That's what they call the Magolan monster over there. Is, it's pretty much a Bigfoot. The Bigfoot and everything over there. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, today's episode, I mean, sit back, enjoy, you know, enjoy your guys yourselves, because this is pretty interesting stuff to us, and we really like doing is, it. So It's
1: really exciting. This is going to be fun and everything. Like I said, this is our first podcast that we're doing together in the same room and everything. And, you know... We just thought like, you know, Bigfoot probably be a very good topic to talk about in our first episode. So we're just going to have some fun and wherever you're, whatever you're doing on the other side of this speaker, phone, whatever you're listening this to, uh, night shift or you're getting ready for work and everything. I hope you enjoy it and we're having so much fun, man, and I hope you guys enjoy it too
2: a potential sasquatch spotting in washington state you believe this The transportation department releasing these web camera
1: photos of what appear to be bigfoot stomping around the snowy mountain now officials can't confirm whether it's actually sasquatch we are leaving it up to you to decide
0: so that clip was actually a day or two ago uh, in washington spotted on a traffic cam in Washington State, <laughs> Woo. it hit, I mean, this literally hit national news.
2: Oh, like,
0: uh, you know, when someone says, do you believe in Bigfoot or something? I, I know it sounds silly to believe in a Bigfoot or anything like that. But man, I don't know. There's been so many spottings all around the U.S. And you know what? Even other, not even just the U.S., like North America, like Canada, Alaska. Canada,
1: everywhere. Yeah. There's a version of Bigfoot, no matter where you go and all that stuff. And it's just crazy how just some one story can just evolve into something. Yeah. Where, like, different cultures, different languages and everything has something similar to this to a creature like this.
0: I mean, because what, what you mentioned earlier, you said the Himalayas, they call it the Yeti, right?
1: Yeah, and that's the Yeti. And
0: then Canada, it's called Sasquatch. And then the United States, it's Bigfoot. I mean, yeah. that right there shows you, like, in different places, not just, you know, the Pacific Northwest, which is very uh, common, you know, very common.
1: Um, it's not, I mean, it's also just not by, like names and everything there's different versions of these types of creatures and all that stuff like you have tribes where one it's just like these these gentle giants and everything they're just living their lives but in other tribes you have it to where like they're cannibals like they're eating other humans and like all that stuff they're very dangerous mm. so it just depends on where which story you hear and all that stuff but it's just there's a different version of these creatures just everywhere and I yeah
0: mean, i mean there's there's even been spottings and um, obviously, we're, we're going to talk about a little bit about the Arizona one. Um, but even here in Texas, there's spottings in Texas. There's spottings in Texas? Yeah, there's spottings <laughs> in Texas. I, I was didn't actually, know that. I was, actually, uh, I was listening to an Art Bell show. And in the Art Bell show, they were, uh, there was this guy named Bugsy, right? <laughs> and man, he was talking about... Um, how he was going hunting one day with his, like, friends, and they killed these big fur guys. Mm -hmm. But they thought it was a big bear. But when they saw that it had hands, feet, and, like, grayed-out eyes or something like that, and then they buried it, and they freaked out.
1: So they just buried the remains?
0: Yeah, they buried it. (laughs) They buried it. And he said he had a map, right? And he gave it to Art Bell. And then, uh, then, like, I guess... To conclude the story for Bugsy, he actually uh had like the NRA come
1: uh-huh.
0: come to his door and told him to go to the site where he dug or he buried the whatever it was, Bigfoot or whatever. And so he had to take them there. They dug it up within like an hour, took all the remains and then left him. Or like
1: it, they didn't just Don't, leave him, yeah, but they said,
0: a, "Don't talk about this." Don't talk. talk about it. Yeah, but he still talked about it. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, "What the heck?" You know? Because I mean, that story really, really intrigued me. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, but I mean, Art Bell—that was—that was something different, man. That was that was very different everything. and
1: everything. <laughs> just like how I said earlier, just there's different cultures that know of this creature and everything, but all everything about this creature remains the same that they're very large they're very muscular they go they're roughly like six to nine nine feet tall but they always have the same characteristics of the giant footprints wherever they walk yeah and so there's something similar in this world we just don't know what yet.
0: yeah exactly and if these creatures are out there then why are they hiding
1: that is true (laughs) I mean, we're not saying like you know these exist and everything. Yeah, you know, you know, open
0: you- mind. You just open up. You know, like why is there so many sightings? Uh, why, like, why? Because it's not just one place, one sighting. Let's talk about it. It's more like there's multiple out throughout the United States, Canada, whatever, the world, and the everything. world. Yeah, and yeah, it's
1: just.
2: Yeah,
1: it's just, yeah, man, it's just crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) But Um, we want to, we just don't want to know what they are. I mean, to me, it's more of just, like, why are they here and what are they? Yeah. Because it's just, it's just, like, along the lines of, like, these, I don't know, to me, these have to be very intelligent to survive out in the wilderness and also, not be detected yeah. as much. Yeah. And it's just like, are these myths? Are these people in costumes? Like, that's what I wanna know.
0: Yeah. Like, or it could be government uh, experience.
1: It could be or a government experience experiment that, for that all they we know. just yeah. let out
0: loose they, they, by they, accident.
1: Or maybe it's smart enough that it let itself out. Yeah, that's true. That is maybe true. it's like
0: a superhuman
1: being. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows? And to be we know that these stories are being told for decades and all that stuff, that these things exist. And, well, who knows? Maybe one day we'll actually get to the bottom of this. Yeah. But I think it's more fun to just know, like, they're out there. Yeah. And we don't know what they are.
0: And for you guys, you guys, I mean... I got three stories within like two two days. <laughs> the story was very for, funny. <laughs> for I mean for Bigfoot for Bigfoot I got three personal stories that people have encountered themselves and it it kind of blew my mind because you know I asked for ghost stories at first. I got no ghost stories besides the Ouija haunting that Amanda Smith came on, you know, the show for. But uh but I got more Bigfoot stories. Like,
1: what? I just remember Go. you were all like, I'm going to see if there's going to be anybody who can send any Bigfoot stories. I was like, all right. And then like, what, an hour or two later, he's like, I got three. Yeah. I was like, yeah. dude, I mean, that's dope.
0: <laughs> I was like, man, that's crazy. But you know what? Let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, I'm going to read. Um, I have permission to say his last name. Um, this was submitted by Wally Luna. This story right here. uh Wally Luna was actually an investigator himself. Um, he, he was my dad's best friend uh, growing up in high school. Uh, he lived out in uh, Las Vegas. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I know, right? This, <laughs> cedar. going this, on right now the cedar's still killing me, hometown. man. <laughs> <laughs> the rain's not helping either. Right? No, it's just going to spread it all over the place. Um, anyways, well, we're going to get into this story, uh, by, by Wally Luna. It's called the Mogolan monster. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier, the Mogolan monster is, uh, the Bigfoot version in the Arizona rim, the Mogolan monster by Wally Luna. Uh, this was sent in actually, uh, August 12th to, uh, 2019. Uh, it was a little late. It took me, uh, uh A long time to start this podcast, uh, but we're here, so. Um, All right, the story. We first heard of Mitchell on the news. We contacted him, and we told him we were wanted to investigate the Magolan monster. Myself and Todd met him first. The rest of our investigation group was coming to meet us the next day. He was very happy to show us around and tell us about all his encounters with Bigfoot. When we got there, we got a big surprise. We found out that Bigfoot creatures were not the only strange things happening on the Mogollon Rim Mountains. People have reported UFOs flying over the mountains, strange ghost lights coming from the woods, and people disappearing. When we found this out, we went ahead and contacted our group to tell them our campsite location and the rest of the good news. We were thinking this was going to be a great place to investigate, but we found out we could not get any cell phone reception on the mountain. So we would have to drive about one or two miles down the road to make a call. When we found a clearing, Todd made a call to the group and told everyone where to meet us. I was just taking photos of the landscape because it was really cool to be out of Las Vegas. We went to the base camp, started to make our tent, and cut firewood for later that night. First thing Mitchell wanted to show us is one of his favorite places to look for Bigfoot. Come to find out he was growing apple trees on the mountains. He believed if he could make Bigfoot understand that he was a friend, they would more likely to come around and show themselves. Sorry, I do not remember the area Mitchell took us to, but it was near a small river where he was planting the apple seeds or apple trees. Mitchell wanted to care for his apple trees, so he waited for us by the truck. He told us to walk up this mountain trail. trail. Todd and I went walking up the trail and found what looked like an old mine track, or it looked like someone used to mine in the area. We were almost to the top of a hill. Todd and I felt we were being followed. There was a very strange feeling coming from the woods. We could just feel it, like someone's eyes were looking through the Thick trees. As we started to get almost to the top of the hill, we both heard a loud noise. It sounded as if someone just stepped on a large tree branch. The scariest part was the sound was very slow, as if they wanted us to know they were behind us. I did not have the camera on at this time, but I started to record. I do have Todd and I on video saying what exactly just happened. I have this on DVD. I can't find the disc at the moment. I know I have it in one of my boxes in the garage. We waited a couple minutes in the hopes that a Bigfoot would be coming our way. But nothing happened. We walked down the mountain and told Mitchell what just happened. We went back to our base camp and started a fire. Started to eat hot dogs and heard, uh, heard more of Mitchell's stories on the paranormal. That night, we were looking up at the stars, looking for UFOs. Mitchell told us to grip a large bat size of a wood and hit it against a tree. This is a technique used by Bigfoot hunters to call Bigfoot creatures to come out. I believe it's hunters, I believe it's called wood knocking. Bigfoot creatures are known to use wood knocking to tell their Bigfoots to come out or to stay away as to say this is my area. Sometimes they would signal back with wood knocking. We stay up till almost midnight. Nothing happened, but later that night, Todd was still up, and he saw small lights coming from the woods around about 60 feet away. He woke me up. I saw them, but for some reason, all I wanted to do was go back to sleep. I went back to sleep like it was normal. To this day, I don't know why. Wait, sorry don't know why i would do that todd was very surprised he believed we would get our cameras and get closer the next morning todd told me he stayed up and went to the truck to get some food uh get some food and he saw the same lights coming from a different location and he was very spooked by this so actually uh there was a that was a it's a very good story uh A good encounter, actually. Um, There was another page to that. Uh, I don't know where it went. But apparently, um, I'll just explain what happened. But uh, one of Wally's uh, uh, investigators or friends, actually, while looking for footprints on a side of a hill, he had a heart attack and he died that night yeah he uh he died that night, and uh you know they went back to Las Vegas that same day uh but he never went back since then uh, He investigated on this hill that he saw that there was footprints on the side of the hill, and he actually took pictures of it uh, he sent me in the pictures, and there was a picture of Wally kneeling down next to a big footprint and i am i'm i'm being dead serious like there's legitimate proof of a bigfoot footprint in the ground like it's crazy um i i really do i really want to uh, say thank you Wally for uh yeah. sharing that personal uh, experience because i mean it's it's quite amazing uh that you went through that but it's also very sad that uh, one of your one of your friends passed away that night, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, so thank you, thank you again, Wally, uh, for sharing that. But uh, I help, help.
1: continuing on with the story, like yeah, <clears throat> it baffles it baffled my mind when you were reading it. And one, this area is already known for UFOs, people disappearing, and everything. So there's something going on in this area. First of all, yeah. For all this stuff to be happening and it was what the part that blew my mind was the the wood knocking yeah the wood knocking the wood knocking and i was like that is cool because that's their way of communicating with their with each other yeah how you said that's how they tell each other like that's my territory don't go and then they respond back to that i was like Dude, like... (laughs) I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. So that's very fascinating. But, like, the fact that these creatures are that intelligent... Yeah. ...that, you know, it's maybe like a form of Morse code or something like that. Like, hey, don't come to this area because this is my area. Yeah. Like, that just
0: blows my mind and everything and... Man, I know, right? Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't be in the middle of the night and just hear like knocking back, you know, like, oh. yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> like, Man, that was crazy and everything. And I mean, <laughs> you, we have, we have the pictures and all that stuff. Yeah, I got the pictures. Um, I'm actually currently uh, building our website. Our website. I don't know when it will be up, but I got all the tools for it. So I'll uh, when I'll let you guys know when we actually submit all the pictures. That we have for that story, because that that story was phenomenal, I, and I really, again, I'm gonna say it like for the fifth time. Thank you, Wally, for submitting that. So, so what do you think like, about that area? Like, uh, I've never heard I've never heard of the the McGolan monster. Um, I thought that was interesting that there was even another version of a Bigfoot out there, uh, but I guess I mean if you look up on YouTube. The Magolan monster or the Arizona Ram, I guess there's all this stuff that pops up on it. And it's mm-hmm. really, uh, it's it's quite interesting. So I've never heard of it until Wally sent me that. Um, yes, and like I said, thank you, thank
1: you, thank you again, Wally, for the story, everything. <laughs> um, do they have a they have a name right for their for what their investigation group. Um, uh
0: there's a there's a picture with like a okay yeah. yeah go check them out also yeah
1: and everything uh, and we'll probably post like the pictures on like the social media when we when we upload this and everything exactly so you can yeah. check out the pictures you can tell us what you think and everything but yeah thank thank you wally for that uh, that story man like that's crazy yeah
0: uh, well all right all right let's uh we have two more stories so uh go for it cool all right i will
1: <laughs> the story comes from Jordan and he is from Oregon. It was sent to us on January 14th of this year 2020. All I saw was a big human-shaped shadow in a ditch off to the side of the road at night. So I turned the wheel quick to shine the headlights on it and it was gone. A buddy with me um a buddy with me had saw it too, so we both got out to investigate and found big footprints in the mud. But the mud was sloppy, so could it could have been boot prints. The brush was pushed over like a bear just went through, and there was a pungent, musty odor lingering. The ditch it was in was at least three feet deep, plus you lose a half a foot from the mud and the shadow was about and the shadow was about five feet high when leveled with the road. So this thing was about seven to eight feet tall. Bears get that tall when they stand on their hind legs, so it could have been a black bear. But the smell—it was made from it made. Bleh, I am sorry. But the smell it was made me so curious because I have been through the forest here in Oregon many times, and never have I ever smelled something so foul that it just lingered the way it did. So was it Bigfoot?
0: Just maybe. Awesome. Thank you, Jordan from Oregon, who sent us that. Um, that's that's a. What do you think it was? Do you I think don't. that could have been a bear? I don't know. I mean, could bears smell like that? I mean, I've never
1: smelled a bear. I mean, that is true. That is is very true.
0: Um, I mean, geez, what could it... I mean, it could be a dead animal nearby, though, too. Like, if it was a bear... See, if it was a bear and it ate something and there was a dead carcass over there...
1: Or maybe it was a Bigfoot and it just just finished hunting. That is true. And once he saw that Jordan was driving by, it went to hide real quick. Yeah. And so it had to linger off to the side and waited out until they drove away.
0: So huh. Maybe that could have been it. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, because what did what, what it say? It said, at least three feet deep. I mean, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, a footprint to go into the mud that deep is crazy huge. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that's a bear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, that's a good story. Thank you, Jordan. Um... All right, we have uh, one more story. (laughs) Uh, This one is actually another one from Oregon, uh, from Shalene. She's a dear friend of mine. Uh, So here is her encounter. When I was younger, I lived seven miles out of town. I also lived in one of the greenest states, Oregon, so there were trees just surrounding the area that I lived. Though lucky for me, the main road was right in front of my house. So I had to go no further than the end of my driveway to catch the school bus. So one morning, just like every school day morning was, I was waiting for the bus. I was standing there looking around at my surroundings, you know, bored. To my right past the yard, there was the bottom of a small mountain. And big trees covered it. As I turned my head to look over... I saw this massive black slash hairy figure peeking at me from behind a tree. Whoa. I wasn't planning on looking that way for long, and I was already moving my head to look forward. And it clicked that I saw this massive shape. I quickly looked back, and it was gone. I had only turned my head for a second, and in the blink of an eye, this massive figure was gone. I've been, I mean, I've seen bears, they don't move like that. I would have heard it rustling back up the mountain, if it were. From then on, I always thought of it as the Bigfoot, but I kept it to myself. Years later, my senior year, a teacher told me a story that confirmed my beliefs. On the last day of high school, on on the last day of high school period, my government teacher told the class a secret. The secret being was that he believed in Bigfoot. Some people giggled, some people could care less, but my interest was piqued. He told us that the way Bigfoot creatures communicate is by knocking on trees. They can communicate in almost Morse code, like oh. knocks. Bam, right there. Right there. Yep. Oh. He mentioned that one time he went way up, or way out up in the North Fork Road, North Fork, where I lived. I was even more eager to hear the rest of this story. Continuing, he mentioned he was out to go hunting, and while hunting and waiting, he started hearing noises around him. Thinking it was animals, he wasn't too bothered by it. But then the knocking started, not like wood pecking from a bird, but loud, distant knocking from something strong. And then he heard more. Soon, he said he felt as if he was surrounded by these knocking vibrations through the forest. He quickly picked up and left as soon as possible. He wasn't going to hang around. He always believed in Bigfoot before, but this convinced him otherwise. It might not be the most compelling story, but when you experience certain things, deep down you know, even when logic tries to get in the way. Thank you, Shalane. Oh my god, it's yes.
1: awesome. <laughs> I mean, like I said before, we were into this whole paranormal stuff. And, like, we, we talk about, like, you know what, it's, what it would be like to, like, investigate ghosts. But thinking about it, we've never really talked about, like, investigating actual creatures. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know what that feeling is. Like, uh-uh. what a feeling of Bigfoot is or, like, other creatures we might talk about later in the future. But, man, like... This is getting me hyped. like, yeah. <laughs> Like, man, this is, oh, my God. Like, I, I'm just lost for words. Like, I have, smi- I'm smiling through all these stories, like, hearing these personal experiences because I've, I mean, we've never experienced something like this no, before. No, not like that. And no. it's, this is what, the one thing that I like is that we're hearing other people's stories from other states, other cities and all that stuff. And it's the oldest form of storytelling you're telling a story to somebody to yeah. hear yep and they are telling their stories of what they
0: heard and if you think about it a lot of these stories they're obviously extremely different but there are similarities to all of these all stories. All the same, yes. Yeah. That's
1: why I freaked out when he said Morse code. Because like that goes back to the first story where they knocked on the tree because that's what you do. That's exactly. how they to- talk to each other. Yeah. And we discussed that how, what if it's Morse code? They talk to each other and it just goes full circle. These are two different states that we're in. And man, yeah, yep. this, is, this is, oh, this is so exciting. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't
0: understand. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, like, I don't know, like from Arizona to Oregon, and then, you know, I've heard it. I don't know if you guys have ever heard the Art Bell show with Bugsy, but I mean, there's Texas. So there's Texas, Arizona, and Oregon, and obviously, Washington State, you know, how... How, you see how spread it out they are, well, besides Oregon and Washington State. But yet, they're still... You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. like, it's it's crazy to think that, like, even in Arizona, you know?
1: Yeah. I, like, man. Yeah. Like, that that teacher was... Yeah, he made me a believer. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a believer, but, yeah. like, just to hear all that stuff is crazy. And, I mean, it's not just us, what we think. We also want to get your feedback on it. Leave us messages or comments on... The whatever platform you're listening to, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like you guys get involved with this too. Like you hear these stories and tell us what you think. Also,
0: you're hearing other people's stories, but also if you have your own encounter that you guys would like to share, please submit it to us because this is, I mean, you're kind of yeah, this is amazing. You know, this is amazing to see what people actually go through or have experienced themselves, and then you're almost like learning you're like learning from other people exactly what's out there you know so i mean man, these these stories are great man like
1: these are really good stories and just we want to like 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 we said we want to hear your input everything what you believed in what what you thought the stories would what could have been or like maybe your own theory of what each story had
0: and just we want to hear from you man like yeah, yeah. well I guess that concludes our episode today. Uh, I mean, do you have anything else to say?
1: Thank you. Thank you to our
0: first first three
1: Bigfoot stories
0: yeah, for this episode, I, man. I really, like, we really do appreciate all that. Like This is yeah. – we we'll appreciate it. We're going to give out one more shout-out, all right? Wally Luna, thank you so much for sending us that story. Uh, Jordan from Oregon, thank you, and we appreciate that. And then Shalin, obviously – you know, you're my homie <laughs> since
2: like forever.
0: <laughs> so thank you.
1: So thank you guys for sharing those experience. And like I said, people listening to this, get involved. Let us know what you thought of these stories and everything. We want to include you with every one of these episodes. And even outside of these episodes, we want to include you anyway. We want you to discuss. Exactly. So thank you for, to these three people who sent us these stories, man, they were fantastic.